Okay. Uh, you're no. What? We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. You're Robin. You're Steph. And this is it. This is the last one. Fall. Oh my God. It's so sad. We're here. I and, just want. To, oh, sorry. Oh. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna say how I know we've nitpicked it and things have gotten on our nerves <laughs> and Rory is like the worst, but. Anytime Gilmore Girls is on, I'm so happy to have it on my television. Like, I'm just thrilled. It's de- it's a, such a delight. It's a thrill. And I'm so glad that you decided to watch it with me. It's I'm, been an experience. Yeah. And I had a great time uh, uh, covering it with you as long as, you know, especially since at least after, like, if things made me happy, I could talk about it. things frustrated me. I could talk about it. I mean, that's why we podcast, you know, mm-hmm. just to kind of really, it was just kind of like, let's, let's watch some stuff and, uh, 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 talk about it. Cause we love talking TV with each other. Um, but yeah, these last, the, 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 uh, the spring and summer really whew, did a number on me. Like <laughs> it was like, it wasn't season six bad. But boy, I was just like, what is going on? And, you know, who cares about any of this? Um, and then fall came and I got to say, <laughs> starting it off, I immediately like flipped on the time. I was like, how long is this? An hour, 42 minutes. This is a, re- this is really a movie right here. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh God, no, this is going to be so long. And it really, it took a long time to watch because I kept on kind of pausing and making notes and and different things. Um, but finally I got through it and I have to say it was a pretty good night last night watching it. And, uh, how crazy is it that, uh, Gilmore girls just celebrated 20 years of Gilmore girls. Yeah. Like yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was just like, why didn't we plan to record on this day? <laughs> yeah. Like Lauren Graham, just all over Twitter. Oh, I'm so thanks for the warm wishes. <laughs> I just talked to Amy Sherman Palladino and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yep. So. What a co-winky dink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's just kind of interesting that uh, we kind of started talking about Gilmore Girls like right before the 20 year. I I, I had no idea. How that it was that long, I guess. But I, guess I know I, I did, kept. But I yeah, did. I kept saying, "Well, you know, oh, it's nearly twenty years old. It's nearly twenty years, and <laughs> yeah, twenty years." Wow. Yep. Yep. So, um, shall we recap and review the f- final Gilmore Girls and our, and, and really get along get along with our final podcast at least for now until we get tired of not talking to each other and. Uh, Come up with a brilliant idea. Come up with an idea, yeah. <laughs> yes, let's okay. get started. It is fall, Steph. <laughs> I love and fall. Fall's the greatest. It is the greatest. Uh, and yeah, I'll just say right away, uh, probably the greatest uh, uh, part of this year in the life, I'd, I'd say. Um, oh, oh gosh. Well, I'm not sure if you can hear this, but it's perfect. It's like I'm bringing back all the greatest hits because within earshot of me talking, I hear one of my children crying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Having a meltdown. Uh, but uh, mommy's on top of it, I'm sure. Uh, so anyway, um, did I just refer to my wife as mommy? 
Uh, <laughs> wow, I should run for vice president. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're at the hotel. Lorelai has made it to the hotel that uh, is, uh, I guess, at the foot of whatever this this wild trail that she's going to go on, the Pacific Coast Trail or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Lorelai looks around her room. She's got all these different things and she's, and she goes, huh? And and I'm like, okay, huh? And then I realized, oh, she's trying to think I got to get all this into this bag. <laughs> yeah. D- had you, did you see wild? I saw the movie. I never read the book. Okay. I didn't read the book either. Oh, but... one of those people. But I, I'm <laughs> feel, I feel it. Like I, I totally, after I watched the movie, I was like, I get it. I get, I've never had, like, my mother had, it didn't die. I wasn't strung out on drugs. Yeah. But, I, and, and, like, apparently this is something, like, and I feel like this, uh, this part of Gilmore Girls is all about different stages of life. Hmm. And, um, trans, uh, trans, uh, Transylvania. Trans- transferring. Transitioning, that's the word, (laughs) all the hits, transitioning from one stage of life to another. And uh, I don't know, there was something about when I watched Wild, I was like, I feel. Hmm? Are you no longer here? Perfect. Oh, this is so great. This is all the greatest hits. You're not, you're the, we also have a call uh, problem. So, uh, Hello? All right, we'll be back after these messages. Dying of thirst. Really? Yeah. You're dying? Yes. So vultures and jackals should be circling your body right about now? Uh, why can't I be I a little dramatic? dramatic? Because I want you to try something new once in a while. Hey, I like to use a little extra flourish every now and then, you know, to illustrate a genuine point. Excuse me. And I won. I won cash? She bought my Aquafina. And she won some fancy prize. Thank you. I won. <laughs> I can't believe it. Too happy to chastise mommy? It's pure Gilmore, pure luck. Be spotted with Aquafina, and you could win pure cash. And we're back. Okay, so I figured out tra- transitioning, mm-hmm. transitioning from one stage of life to another. And uh, Lorelai talks about uh, milestones. So I think she's referring to turning fifty, like being in a different stage of life. Well, so isn't it interesting that she doesn't say her age, though? Right? Is that so? You're assuming it's fifty. Yes, because I think we did the math and she would have been if Rory is thirty two. Thirty two, yeah. Uh Lorelai would be forty nine. Right. And if we if they had done an actual ten years ahead, Lorelai would have been fifty. Hmm. And I don't th- I think the baby I don't think I I don't think Alexis Bladell was pregnant. I think she had just had her baby. Maybe. Right. Um, I gotta say, I, I never was inspired by wild. My wild was Mm -hmm. into the wild. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh yeah. I read that book and was so inspired. And then the movie came out and, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, really, uh, it's, it's a, it's a good book about a, a, a young man that, has just decided that he's kind of done with the system. You know, I'm a, I'm a Gen Xer, so I'm very much against the system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, you know, in my nature. Um, 
so I really glommed onto the Intel. He was done with the system and he decided to hike out to this place and then he ended up coming onto this bus and then he realized he was kind of trapped and then he ends up starving to death. So yeah, <laughs> it's a tragic, <laughs> really, I mean, it is a great movie and it's a tragic story. Right. And, and it is, but there is something about like being challenged by nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And living up to that, ch- the challenge. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I can't explain it. I can't, I can't explain it, but I get it. Well, I will tell you, Wild did not have a soundtrack by Eddie Vedder, so uh, right. got a got a foot up on Wild. Sorry, <laughs> but Wild did have Laura Dern, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> and Reese, you know, give it up for Reese. Yes. All right. Um, so anyway, we were talking about the actual show Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so she's uh, she's wrestling with her back. She's trying to keep it all up in there, and she wakes up on the floor and then gets up. It, I was just like I was waiting for her to note. She's like, "Well, you know, first time I haven't slept in a bed in a while. Uh, uh, so you know, maybe I've got this." <laughs> but um, yeah, she heads out. There's a bunch of hikers there. Like, there's tons of them. You know, all like yes. all like. Young women, you know, not young women, but you know, uh, women, women probably. who all who all felt it too, who all just got it, mm-hmm. and uh, all understood each other. And I don't know. Uh, I just want to say that. Let me find the actor. She's wonderful. Where is she at? Hmm. Uh, from Bunheads. Oh, there's another Bunhead in here. Yes. <laughs> Where. Is she? Well, I, I I'll mention see. that uh, they are greeted by a park ranger, and that is Jason Ritter. Yeah, and uh, apparently, her and Lauren, uh, Lauren Graham, and him, their characters dated on Parenthood. Parenthood, yep. Which is really weird to me because, like, I I don't know. I just I always see Jason Ritter as young. Maybe there was an age difference. Yeah, maybe it was like that. I don't know. Is that our next show? <laughs> mm-hmm. She was doing, she was doing Parenthood at this time. Yeah, I mean, and then we have, so we had Mae Whitman in the first one, and now we have Jason Ritter, and of course we have the best one coming up. We'll, we'll, we'll save it because I'm going to lose my mind. Um, Stacy Oristano. Uh, okay. She played Allie. She was one of the one of the one of the girls. One of the. Um, Hikers, but she was in Bunheads, and she was like her sister-in-law, and she was a great character, and she was a great actress, and she was just uh, one of those characters that really grew on you. Hmm. Uh, so I, I love this whole park ranger thing. Like these guys are so used to this. <laughs> like uh, she yeah, was wait, for a while she was again, Mi- huh? she was Mindy on Friday Night Lights. Okay, I, I wish I remembered. Mindy on Friday Night Lights. I remember lots of people, but I don't remember Mindy. It was like Tim Riggins' brother's girlfriend or something. Okay. I don't know. Okay. She was great. Um, so, yeah, back at the Gazette, Rory unlocks the door. and uh, Which gave me flashbacks to the sketchy apartment at Yale. <laughs> All the different like locks. This- yeah, this is Stars Hollow. Why don't we guys be so, uh, you know, so many locks? But didn't she tell, uh, ask, didn't the uh, the lady that's always filing, didn't she want to carry a, Esther, didn't she want to carry a gun? Yeah. <laughs> so 
Uh, Rory opens her computer and there is a message there waiting and it says, get ready. And then she sees Kirk's pig run by and there's a sign on the pig and it says, kick up a rumpus. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) they're coming. All right. Get ready. Uh, all right. So, but we're, we're not there yet because we go to Luke's and, uh, hooray, Jess is back. Um, I'm like, oh, cool. He's, you know, more than one, one cameo. He's actually playing a, playing a part in this. Uh, we didn't event, we, we keep hearing about Liz and TJ, but we never see them, unfortunately. Dang. So sad. Oh, I hate it. Uh, you hate what? You hate the fact that Liz and TJ weren't there? Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's real quiet in Luke's because people are on their devices and they're not talking because they, someone, found out the Wi-Fi password and shared it with everybody. And now they order one bagel split like four ways in between episodes of Doctor Who. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was yeah, just... Yeah, it's not a... Co- they turned the diner into a coffee shop. It's not a coffee shop. Right. And Luke's constantly like, you gonna order some food? You gonna order... <laughs> nope, just a coffee. Uh, and I love that Jess does the only sane thing, which is just pull out the router. I mean, Luke could have just changed the password. <laughs> could have just done that, but you know. But now nobody gets internet. <laughs> uh, we also hear in the discussion that uh, Liz and TJ were kicked out of the vegetable cult for being too weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. Uh, and that Luke is not getting much sleep. He must be pretty worried about Lorelai, and mm-hmm. uh, and he's upset because yeah. Uh, this is the this is the longest they've been apart since they've been together together. Yeah, and uh, and he's worried. He's, There's communication yeah. problems. He, communication problems. She's not telling me things. She started to therapy. And, you know what that uh, means? Yeah, <laughs> and he said, "No, it's not not about time." And Jess said, "I didn't say it, but I was thinking it because that's just how my brain works." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we go back across the country to the hotel, and uh, yeah, Lorelai hasn't left yet. Uh, This is nighttime. She sees some – I guess they're all waiting to go. I don't know. What the heck was that all about at the the first was. It was like it was going to rain. Oh, okay, okay. It was going to – like be bad. Like um, it was better for them to just wait a day than to go on ahead. So, yeah, she – she sees some girls sitting around a laptop watching wild. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, she chats with a group of girls and it's like, what's your story? And then, you know, they kind of exchange stories, but Lorelai is just like, you know, they guess at what her story, like her husband's bad. There's drugs involved or something. No, Lorelai's got a good life, but you know, she's just got, you know, um, and what white pe- white people problems maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The world is moving, and I just feel like I'm standing still. And yeah, I'm just uh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> just yeah. like, okay, guess so. Uh, you you've got you've got TV characteritis. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's run out of ideas for you and can't quite describe what the problem is. I don't know. Maybe maybe you get this more than I do, but. No, I, I don't know what that means. That means nothing to me. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I was written that I have a problem and, and I got to get past it because you see some other writers took care of my problems last time and the actual creator wasn't happy with that. So she's decided to give me problems again and now she's going to solve them her own way. 
<laughs> but not clearly define them. I don't know. Yeah, she's going to explain. She's going to try to explain why Luke and I are getting married now, as opposed to any time within the last ten years. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, so we go back to Stars Hollow. It's nighttime. Rory's walking along the street, and we hear a little bit of uh, brush drumming and guitar. And I'm just like, oh, my God, the Twin Peaks parallels constantly. <laughs> with the uh, Rory uh, sees a neon sign turn from flowers to tonight. And then some guy in a top hat unicycles by and says, by the pricking of thine thumb, something wicked this way comes. Which... Uh, uh, I don't I don't know what Amy Sherman Palladino wanted to do by saying a quote from Macbeth in her, in her <laughs> show, but uh, she's just fearless, I guess. I don't know. And then there is a raven up in a tree saying, uh, Rory, Rory, get ready, Rory, get ready, Rory. And I'm, th- I'm thinking this is a dream. Aren't, I mean, I don't know about you. Yes, it's very dreamlike. Yes. Uh Rory enters the Gazette, and then and there's Esther standing there, and she says, "In omnia paratus," and you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, she said, "Did I get that right?" And she looks down at her phone. She says, "Yes, that's right." Then that was my first clue that maybe this isn't a dream, but uh, okay. Uh, so she looks out the street, and there are three men in wolf masks standing there. And they're talking muffly. One of them's got uh, a Australian accent. Australian accent. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yes, Amy Sherman Palladino. Quit trying to make <laughs> what's his name Finn a thing. Colin Finn. Something. Colin and Finn. Yeah. And this other guy. There was Colin Finn and some other dude. Mm-hmm. I got That's his name supposedly later. Supposedly Robert, maybe. Oh yeah, Robert. Robert. Possibly um, was there in the beginning. I don't know. But yeah, this. Tank Sade, like Amy Sherman Palladino loves him, it seems okay. like. All right. And uh, then Logan appears and they say that they're here to take her out. And all of a sudden, a little help from my friend starts up. And it's not like. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Oh, it's the, uh, across, the, the uni- across the Universe version. Yeah, it's not but only still- just, just the Across the Universe version. But it's as if Amy Sherman Palladino saw Across the Universe and was just like, "This, I got to do this in Gilmore Girls. This be, oh my god, I can see the Life and Death Brigade doing exactly this." And you know Amy what? They're Sherman going Palladino to do exactly this. It's probably the biggest J, J, uh, J, uh, Julie Taymor fan in the world. I hate <laughs> Julie Taymor. I hate Julie Taymor. But yeah, I found that movie, uh, you know, pretty good. Not really one I, I rewatch very often. But I couldn't. I was just like, "This is just that scene from Across the Universe where they're just getting into all sorts of trouble and da 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 da." And it's also, it's just completely like this is my music. Like the musical last one, this is pretty much the musical for me in this one. It's just a long period of time where they just decided to do something completely different. What you know, kudos to them. But it's really something completely not Star Solo, not Gilmore yeah. Girls. And it's really just a ripoff of that scene from Across the Universe. It is oh, see, just nonsense. I think I watched Across the Universe, but I hated it. And so <laughs> I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> so they go to this sporting goods store and they decide to take golf clubs. And they mm-hmm. go on top of the roofs and they they hit golf balls to each other. Which I swear was in Across the Universe as well. Okay. And then or at least some they, other movie. I'm not sure. They take 
Kirk's weirdo movie and project it and watch it and make fun of it. By the way, the rest of the town is completely empty. They've just uh-huh. decided to go on the WB lot and have a fun time and nobody and else was on the cast. And they're acting like this is like one o'clock in the morning, but they walk by Miss Patty's studio and people are ballet dancing. I no. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they because do. Because I remember them ballet dancing in the, the Yeah, because I was the... like, this is weird. This is not the middle of the night because they're having <laughs> dance class. But yeah, then they go into this weird speakeasy where people, where professional dancers are dancing and it's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And uh, Finn, what's the other one? He decides to buy the place. But it's, but, and then you have two male dancers dancing together so it's like oh this place is so decadent there's mm. even <gasps> gay men dancing together <gasps> how oh, did you see decadent whole, and how yeah, about the huh? thing where colin catches finn or one or the other flirting with a guy <laughs> and he's like oh he only until next tuesday is he a guy <laughs> like, okay. what does that mean <laughs> means he's gonna be uh i mean there's more transitioning for you oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe Amy Sherman Palladio had some sort of deeper meaning. Oh, it's so much transition in this. Even, even, even characters are transitioning. Okay, but it's just like ugh. I don't know. That was kind of, I don't know, kind of gross. But, um, oh yeah, there was a cigarette lady who was like cigars, cigarillos, e-cigs, vapes. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I felt free to look at the trivia section for this one because now mm-hmm. I can now, I'm, now I can just look anything nothing, up I want. Right. Nothing will be will be spoiled for uh, they do go into doses and take a bunch of things and then just throw a bunch of money all over the place because I mean how cool when you're rich people? they let you, when you're rich they let you do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so after they moved on Dosi's like a bitch, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, it said in the trivia section, I did not catch this, but apparently Logan, one of the last things he grabs is, a, a carton of baby bottle pops, the, uh, lollipop, but shaped uh, okay. like a baby bottle. Okay. Oh, <laughs> as foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Oh. Uh, so yeah, uh, this is. Okay, so it's definitely not as indulgent as um, the musical. The musical, I just, that went on way too long. This felt long, but it was only just because I was just, I don't know. To me, I was just like, this isn't Gilmore Girls. This isn't, yeah, I I don't know. And, you know, if it was really just Rory dealing with them doing theatrical things around her and reacting realistically – and realistic things happening around them, like maybe Taylor poking his head out and going, what the hell is going on out there? <laughs> you know, or something like that. Uh, that'd be one thing. But Rory was a part of this music video that uh, where just, they they decided to shoot. And uh, every the, the whole town is shut down just for them. And uh, I don't know. They drive out to like, I think they, they said New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. They made sure to not say it was Vermont. But, uh, and, and, uh, or, or maybe this was before New Hampshire. I know the inn was in New Hampshire, but the, the underground place wasn't, um, well, of course, Rory and Logan were riding in the back, the rumble seat, you want to call it, uh, mm-hmm. of the, uh, classic car. So that would have been a 
long cold drive to <laughs> to the wherever to to New Hampshire. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh, so finally, uh, Logan and Rory finally get to talk, and Logan says he he should have told her about Odette moving in, and and she says that those weren't the rules. You know, that's not the game we were playing or whatever. And so uh, Logan gives her a key and says that he has a his parents' house is in Maine. It's yours to write the book. So it's like mm-hmm. there's a there's a groundskeeper and a cleaning lady who will also cook and shop for you. And uh, I just immediately thought of like Emily thinking like uh, Richard's nurse was uh, her maid. <laughs> mm. It's not my job. Um, and she asks if he's going to marry Odette. And he says, that's the dynastic plan, which mm-hmm. I guess means because of family, I have mm-hmm. to marry this woman. Right. But see, I thought we had moved past that. I thought Logan had denounced his family or decided to, I thought that the whole point of going out to California and getting into the, uh, right. uh, the, 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 the computer yeah. business uh, was to tear the shackles off of him and break free of his family and no, no, strike no, no, out no. on his own. That's, that's that's season seven. We don't talk about that. That never, that never happened. Oh, he made no right. growth or change or anything like that. He is just still Logan from the life and death brigade. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty disappointing and it's pretty disappointing that really this is the last we see of his character after, you know, the, we see the morning of the end, uh, because, uh, Logan brings Rory out to this, uh, in, in New Hampshire and nicely offers her her own room. But of course, Rory is DTF, you know, as she usually is. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, and, uh, and then in the morning we get this moment of just her sitting up, sitting in a window, watching the sunrise. And I tell you, we will talk about the four words, at the, the four lines at the end or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as those were re- revealed, I was like, holy cow. It's like, are they trying to tell us that she knew it at this moment? Like she realized she had unprotected sex and she was probably going to get pregnant. Probably. Hmm. Because she's just, I don't know. It's just something about her looking out and, uh, saying it was the perfect night and hands him the key. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then she says she knows where she's going to write. And, you know, she's. She kind of tears up because it's, it's time to say goodbye to him and then to the rest of those idiots. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. She bids them goodwill like the Wizard of Oz <laughs> characters. And um, yeah. And I'm going to miss you most of all. <laughs> like, who are you again? No idea. <laughs> oh, you are characters that are very memorable. Uh, I think one of you has an accent. <laughs> And, and then, one of you never acted again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, then she has one last kiss with Logan and he puts her little hat back on her, her Amy Sherman Palladino hat mm-hmm. and then preserves the memory about kind of framing it with her, with the, his fingertips. And I'm like, that's it for Logan, isn't it? That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I'm done with him at this point. I'm like, all right, well, if he's not going to leave Odette for Rory, he's not worth it. He's not worth it. So whatever. Okay. Moving on. All right. Because, uh, let me tell you, my, my, my heart took me in different directions in this episode. (laughs) Uh, but first we must mention that we're back in California and holy crap, 
It's Peter Krause. Or Krause. Or Krause. I think it's Krause. Mm-hmm. Real life boyfriend of Lauren Graham, which I never knew until we you started, did not- until oh, we started talking about Gilmore Girls and I looked up. I don't know. I Oh, this was huge news because she was dating the character that was her brother. Oh, you really? See how sick that is. It's so <laughs> sick. It's so incestual. It's such a big deal. No, it's not a big deal. They're actors playing characters. They're actors playing characters. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Uh, and holy cow, I, you know, I don't know if you saw sparks fly in parenthood, but this scene made me go like, you know, Luke, Luke is all right, but <laughs> you should just stay here in California. This is look Nate, at this, this hot, look at this hottie, uh, park ranger. <laughs> this is Nate Fisher right here, man. He's, he's ready. And, and, and of course he plays it. He does a good job of trying to act like he's like, um, <laughs> she's just one of the many women he's had to like. Be like, all right, you obviously don't have your shit together. We're going to find you on the trail. So, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, but Oh, the, the boots that she wears, the, the hiking boots, are the same boots that, hold on, I've lost my place in the, in the trivia. They're the same boots that the girl wore in Wild. Wild. Yeah, the author. Yeah, they even talk about the boots, I think, Luke and Jess do. Like, the... Jess asked if she got like, I don't know, glam boots or something, you know, something glamorous, but you know, Luke's like, no, they're sensible. Uh. Um, but anyway, yes, the sparks between Lauren and Peter here, I don't even care about Lorelai and park ranger guy. Uh, I was like, yeah, all right. Good for these guys. Like, you know, that she's, she was very much like flirting and. Just, I don't know. She seemed to really enjoy doing Turning on her feminine wiles yeah. to try to charm him because she didn't have her papers, her, 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 her what? Permit. Permit. Yeah. Because yeah. she had it the day before with the other park ranger, with his buddy. So Lorelai hits the road and she drives to a place called Halfway House Cafe and it's got a neon coffee sign. So you know what she's looking for, but it's all locked up. And she says out loud, I hate nature. And she dumps her bag and she walks up a trail. And uh, and I w- as she was making her way up the trail, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, my God, please don't get lost. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> She's just going to keep walking and then realize, where am I? <laughs> I was like, this that would be a classic Gilmore Girls plot. But then again, Peter Krause would rescue her and they'd have a relationship and I'd be semi-okay with that ending. <laughs> okay. Well, this – okay. Here we go. The – Cafe Halfway House ca- Coffee, Lorelai went to when she was denied by the park ranger uh, to enter the park, is the same cafe in Parenthood. When Amber, you know, a- Mae Whitman, uh, who was also in Gilmore Girls of Year in the Life, ran away from home and hitchhiked too. <laughs> so that's the drama you get in Parenthood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, if we're, look, if, if any show, were to be the one that we'd immediately go to if life wasn't so darn busy. Uh, it would definitely be, <laughs> it, it seems like overwhelmingly in, in the, in the favor of parenthood. Then again, I bet parenthood is like on Peacock with like commercials and I just have no patience for that. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so she walks up this trail and gets a nice view and then just kind of looks out and she sighs and I'm like, this is it. She's going to have her moment right here. Um, 
because yeah, it's this is what she's looking for. This is what is you know, I, I'm I'm assuming that she's a fan of movies and she's looking for that cinematic moment to like take stock of your life and turn around. And luckily she doesn't have to hike for however many miles and, and starve and sleep in the mud and all that stuff to get to it. <laughs> mm. So she calls Emily and says, I was 13 years old. It was my birthday. Yeah. I stole your shirt. And then I got my heart broken by a guy named Royston. <laughs> Uh, she ran off to the mall, was broken, hungry, and out of nowhere, there was Richard. And I'm like, as she's saying the story, I am like tearing up and picturing this in my head. I don't know about mm-hmm. you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's just something like magical about that actor being gone. And it just, it makes the the idea of Richard even more like, I don't know, like, uh, you know, magical in your head. I, I don't have no mm-hmm. other word for it, you know? Yes, they definitely this was the, they definitely nailed the Richard part yeah. of the show. And I feel like they nailed the Emily part also, but we'll get to that later. Uh, the Lo- the Lorelai part left me a little baffled, but <laughs> okay, who cares? Whatever. Uh, so she says, Richard says, why aren't you in school? And was very stern with her. And then she just cried and she kept looking down. And then she just sat there waiting for punishment to happen. And all of a sudden looks up and there's, and Richard's standing there with a giant pretzel. Gives it to her and says that they're going to go to the movies. And uh, it's going to be one for you, one for me. It's Grease and an unmarried woman. Which, do you have that trivia? <laughs> no. no. Unmarried woman. And an unmarried woman, uh, apparently Kelly Bishop. Was in that movie. Oh, of course she was. <laughs> uh, and he gave her her sweater to cover up the top. So Emily never knew that she stole her mother's shirt. And she says, it was the best birthday I ever had. And I thought you should know. And Emily is like tearing up and says, thank you, Lorelai. And then Lorelai says, bye, mom. And yeah, that was kind of perfect. And of course, it's paying off the whole, you know, what's your, what's, what's your Richard story? What's your favorite Richard story? Uh, from the first part, and Lorelai couldn't help but sputter out nonsense. Uh, but a now, story that did not cast anybody in a good light, right? Right. <laughs> so I just, uh, yeah, I I really loved that. And uh, you know, if there's one thing I really am not a fan of um, for this last part, is the fact that Emily is just off in her own storyline. But this one intersection, uh, I was very happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we see Lorelai leaving her bag for free with a free sign off <laughs> on it and driving away. And we hear the end credit, pl- end, end credits play. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Oh, there come the credits. <laughs> oh, would you have been happy if it left, if it ended there? <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, probably not. No. <laughs> oh, okay. No. I thought you were saying that that's how you, you would have been okay. Yeah, it did seem like it seemed like an ending. Well, it's because they were playing the music. <laughs> they were okay. Yeah, they're down, 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 down. Yeah, that 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 music. There is actually a part a wow. little later, just in a couple scenes actually, that I was like, "This is the end of the episode." <laughs> uh, okay, so we go to Lorelai's, and Paul Anka is begging Luke for steak because apparently Luke is supposed to blow on the steak. Uh, that's cute. Paul Anka's cute. Um, yes. 
Lorelai bursts in and says, don't come near me. I smell. And, and she's, and she's like, I didn't hike, but all I have to do is think about hiking and you start to smell. And, uh, and she says she figured everything out without hiking. She wanted to get a coffee and look, everything in life has to do a coffee. It's my past life. I would have, I, 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 I might've been a coffee or something. <laughs> so silly. It's, it's anyway. Yeah. And, uh, Luke braces because he thinks that she's going to break up with him. Braces. He goes on the offense. He's like, "Yeah, I've seen all the signs. Stop, stop!" It's, and, and and you know, needing space means needing space and a number for a good attorney. <laughs> and uh, he starts talking about how he's not unhappy. He's not unsatisfied. It, she's all he'll ever need. He's never going to leave. <laughs> Which is like, oh, is that a threat? Uh, and that even starts going. We've been through it so, so much. I just did a rewatch of Gilmore Girls. Remember Rachel? <sighs> Man, that whole thing with the the the, the sweater uh, or the jacket or whatever <laughs> shirt—I don't know. Um, there's Max Medina. How about Christopher? Uh, and says you can't leave. And Lorelai says they should get married. And she says she picked out a date. Um, and Luke rushes out of the room. And, and I love the whole aside that Lorelai has. Like oh, I expect that to happen. <laughs> the fact that he leaves as soon as she proposes. <laughs> But it's uh, to go get the ring, and uh, and then uh, then she then he says before this goes on, the only way out is in a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was it's, like, that's two threats right there. I will never leave, and if he, he, the only way out of this relationship is in a body bag, like Luke. Whew. But I like that she's like, now we don't have to write our vows. <laughs> So we go to what I find out later is Nantucket and it's Emily and Richard's vacation home. And she's surrounded by Berta's family and, uh, all these different assumptions I made about this family possibly taking advantage of her and how gross it would be. It turns out I'm the gross one for ever assuming that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they better, they, they better not. They better not. And they never did. So, you know, dumb me for even thinking, it. um, and uh, we have, and looks like Leland Palmer's up here. He's been hanging out with Emily, but he says he has to go. And Emily's like, good. <laughs> Super happy to let him go. Oh, yeah. She's like, walks him out. Okay, okay, bye-bye. Yeah, he says, oh, I wish my other three wives had been as understanding as you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's not interested in him. She doesn't want another husband. She's, nope. she's not at that place in her life. I'm fairly certain that Jack is a rebound. <laughs> Well, I mean, rebound. I mean, I don't think that she, think yeah, just, yeah, rebound he just showed up. I, I don't think that she has any, oh, I, I assume they, they went up there together with Berta's family and he just, she just invited everybody up there and he had to go. Yeah. But he's not coming back and she's not inviting him back. Uh, he mentioned something about a whaling museum. So she goes inside the house, turns on Ethel Merman, as you do, uh, and <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking that is not exactly relaxing music. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, oh yeah, it, rem- it reminded me. Uh, um, uh, the Colin Finn monster put on uh, um, Rosemary Clooney. He bought the mm. club, so they won't play tango music anymore, and they'll just play Rosemary Clooney. And I was like, "Oh, is this more Rosemary Clooney?" No, it's Ethel Merman. Mm. So she goes to the whaling museum and we hear a long thing about uh, this guy just saying all the different things that could be made out of whale. And, uh, I was just like, why, why, why this scene? Why? 
Okay. Well, because it's showing that he's just regurgitating facts. Mm, yeah. And she does a better job later. Okay, we'll talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we go to the Gilmore house, and Rory has the house to herself uh, with Emily's well wishes. We see them see her driving over. And she goes into the dining room, and they somehow superimpose her over a classic Friday night dinner uh, with Richard and all and it, and the girls. And uh, I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, no. And then we go to the kitchen, and there's a note from Richard. Emily, I beg of you, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like, I could, re- I could hear that in his voice, mm-hmm. you know? And again, there's just echoes of conversation. And then we go to the study, and wow. I mean, talk I about know. like killer. Like you walk in and he, it's as if he's sitting there, but it's yeah. really just, again, another superimposing, you know, 32 year old Rory. And, and, uh, she walks in and she sits down and right by, right, you know, like parallel to her behind her is the, uh, is the painting. And as she's opening up her laptop, here's painting Rory with her little book. And, uh, and she goes to work and I'm just like, Damn it, show. Richard, Richard would be so proud. I know. Look at her. Look at her go. <laughs> she is perfect. She is. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Richard. And I'm, 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 I miss him so much. Oh. So, yeah, as, as that scene kind of fades out, uh, that's where I was just like, and that's where you end the episode right there. <laughs> Like that, that seemed, it, and it was a halfway point, it, 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 but it seemed like a natural, like act break. But uh-huh. if you threw on credits after that, I mean, I would expect another part, but I would also be like, oh, that's, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's cause you know, Rory's going to sit down with her book and start writing and, uh, Lorelai and Luke are together again and they're getting married. So you could have ended it like that, I guess, but yeah, I mean, maybe they wrote this to be like episodes and they I don't know. It's just so weird. Chopped up. So we go to Stars Hollow just for a quick shot of Kirk's pig on the run. I I don't know. And then we go to the Dragonfly and Lorelai and Michelle are interviewing someone and Michelle puts them through hell, calls them Rolf from Sound of Music. (laughs) He he just basically hates the fact that somebody might be replacing him. And then, yeah, he hates their names. He hates, (laughs) he's questioning why they would come there. (laughs) Who's up next? Oh, Molly Daniel. I hate when the last name is a first name. <laughs> and then Molly comes up. He's like, get out Kleenex. Your first question. Your name is Molly. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and really, I think that is, no, we have some more. Michelle, never mind. Uh, then we go, we follow Lorelai uh, through town Stars Hollow to a, of course, very memorable building that we've always seen sitting there is one of like the main buildings in the, in the town center, pretty pastures, the home for the mm. aged. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> so yeah, Lorelai is like asking these nuns Well, after making sister act jokes, uh, ask them what's going on with the building. And apparently Katie Perry is interested in the building. So she's got to move quick. And I, I don't, I gotta say, I thought, I was like, oh, wait, is this Luke's house? The the house that Luke bought and then he'd had to get he had to let go of because Lorelai wouldn't move from her own house. And I was like The Wickham, the Wickham house. Yeah, the Wick Twickham? Twick, no. 
Twickham? Twickham? I don't know. I was, that's what I was thinking. I was waiting for the nuns to be like, oh, yeah, this was a weird museum for a moment. And then, <laughs> and then we, we took over. But now we're moving. Um, yeah, because I was thinking, oh, my God, Lorelai is now like that's that's called like any Gilmore Girls, like putting the uh, Lorelai's house up on the market. But no, I, it's not. Um, she's buying it for another reason. Um and then we go to um, Lorelai sleeping, and she's woken up by first Paul Anka, but it's Rory. Rory's there, and so it's another middle of the night snack fest: pop tarts, red vines, donuts, coffee, ice cream. Did I get it all? <laughs> yeah. So the last we saw was when Lorelai was mad that Rory was going to write this book yeah. and spill all of their you know, uh, personal information out. Yep. So Lorelai says, you know, she wrote a huge email and this is what kind of got Rory to come here because I guess Lorelai must've written a whole thing about how she's sorry. And she wants Luke. She's getting married to Luke. She wants Rory to be there. Yada, yada, yada. And Rory just replied with a, got it. <laughs> a text message. Classic. Uh, <laughs> so Rory pulls out the first classic se- millennial, classic millennial. Rory pulls out the first three chapters of the Gilmore girls <laughs> and she says, Oh God, I poured out. I, 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 I just, I, it, it was the easiest thing I've ever written. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, it's your life. You don't have to like make up, make up anything. You don't have to, <laughs> yeah. uh, you just, you, you know, your, you know, your life. So yeah. uh, uh, I don't know. Not complicated. Not that complicated. <laughs> she says, read it. If it's a bad idea, I will stop. No harm, no foul. So, um, I'm assuming that Rory might not have stopped <laughs> if she felt it was so like destined to be, if Lorelai had a problem with it, but maybe, maybe we assume she would. I don't know. <laughs> is is this where Lorelai says, go ahead and no, write nope, it? No, nope, nope, oh, okay. yet. <laughs> we don't want to okay. ruin that part. We can't, we can't skip ahead. Okay. <laughs> if we skip ahead, it'll end faster. This podcast is going to be three hours long. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we go to a DAR meeting and the ladies are there talking to a new applicant, the uh, big breasted blonde um, wife of some guy named Renford. And her name is Serena. And, uh, you know, she must be a gold digger, you know, so it's just completely no respect from um, Emily and the ladies. But Emily, Emily's just bored of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So she goes and gets a cookie and then she scolded because she didn't grab a napkin. And then all of a sudden she starts calling bullshit on the whole thing <laughs> and then says that um, they're not going to let you in. And then she says something about how she's got big hair and big tits. <laughs> yeah. She says, you know, you got this prenup and let me tell you, we know all about the prenup. We passed it around. <laughs> okay, buddy. Can't knows. believe you See, signed it. <laughs> yeah. You're the third wife and. It do, would be fine if he was old and about to die, but you know, you're not in a good position like that. And, uh, you know, we're not going to let you in. Yeah. We do this all the time. It's a big pile of bullshit. She just keeps saying bullshit over and over again. Yeah. So they ask Serena to step out and the ladies like yell at her for using bad language and not, you know, basically playing the game that they do. And, uh, Oh, I learned from the subtitles that the main redhead's name is Tony. We always see her, but we never actually hear her name. Uh, but Tony is the the main one, and she says that she's out. Uh, 
there was also that one DAR lady that they kept on referring to, but they never actually showed. And I was like thinking that Tony was her, but maybe not. But who cares? Whatever. Uh, Emily says, the whole thing is dead to me anyway. It died with Richard. And she walks out. So, uh, meanwhile, at Lorelai's, Lorelai is working on the guest list. And uh, Luke is just, like, inviting, like, one person. He's not even inviting Caesar, who'd keep Luke's open. And he'd close Luke's. Well, we got to bring Liz and TJ. And we got to bring Cousin Billy. Oh, I don't have a Cousin Billy. And back and forth with that. And then down the stairs <laughs> steps Miss Celine. <laughs> oh, memorable character, Miss Celine. <laughs> Talk oh, about she, how, how... she is married to Jackson. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Jackson, who shows up for in even less of a cameo <laughs> than mm-hmm. Miss Celine in this whole thing. Uh, she talks about how hot Eli Wallach was. <laughs> and I love the whole... Meta joke though. I think that was my favorite part of this where Luke kind of looks over at Lorelai and she's like, he's like, how old is this woman? And Lorelai <laughs> like shrugs and smiles like, yeah, we're all in on the joke. She's not, she, she can't be as old as like <laughs> being with uh, Eli Wallach or whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, she goes back up and she's there for the dress or whatever. Luke mentions that he does have a friend and it turns out to be Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> like Why? I don't know, but I was like, holy shit, they're going to get Kiefer Sutherland on this wedding. At the end, he's going to be there for a stupid cameo, and it's going to be just real hilarious to me. And, oh, man, he never shows. So mad. Uh, but according according to Luke, they were friends at baseball camp. And then Laura likes to do some Jack Bauer impersonations. Which is pretty cute. And, and she says she's going to move her mother so she can sit near uh, Kiefer Sutherland. And then Rory comes out and finds out about Keith Sutherland and does more Jack Bauer impersonations. And then Lorelai is like doing some weird exercises. And I was like, oh, that's where that gift comes from. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's got to get fit for that dress, you know, that she's uh-huh. going to be wearing in like a week or something. Yeah. That is, it's, mm, okay. So I'm trying to look up and see if there was anything to like wacky for Sutherland because yes, 24 was huge. Mm. Everybody binged it. It was one of those just like lost. Mm. Everybody lost their mind for it. And then Keeper Keeper Sutherland did this designated survivor. And I was like, yeah, you better be right. I'm going to watch this show. He was so bored. It's just amazing (laughs) how from show to show, a person can, can be super charismatic or super boring. Yeah. Just depends on the writing of the show. <laughs> he was playing like President Rosalind. <laughs> like everybody died and all of a sudden he got to be president. Yes. Um, uh, which, you know, <laughs> might be more. Happen. Timely. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I should, maybe we designated Survivor should be our next show. <laughs> no, oh, but 24, cool. I loved 24. And yeah, it. looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, that was kind of gross at, at times. Uh, but man, oh, I loved I loved. Jack Bauer and damn it, Chloe. It just, and all. <laughs> yeah, it was just such a bingeable show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and it's funny because it it came back came out back in the day when it, like DVDs were first like you get TV series on DVDs. And I remember I was dating a girl at the time, and I like rented like the entire season at twenty four. I was like, we're going to watch this over this weekend. <laughs> this entire oh. thing because. 
get this. The story doesn't stop. It just keeps going. They never yeah. stop. I remember <laughs> the 24 time. 24 hours of show. I had the whole, like, season two of Dexter. Yeah. We, Edward, Edward didn't go to work. We just stayed <laughs> home. We just watched Dexter all day long. <laughs> it was great. Uh, uh so we go to Christopher's office because we got to check back in our old friend Christopher. What is what is up with this scene? This scene looks so weird. It is weird. It's shot so weird. The camera is so close up on Rory. I was thinking yeah. to myself, I'm like, are they shooting in two different rooms? And then yes, I, then that's, I, what, mm-hmm, that's what I thought. Yeah, but then they turned the camera around, around and I mean, unless they did some, you know, more CGI stuff. Um, mm mm-hmm. They were definitely in the same room. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they had to be so close up. It was weird. But I I feel like they finally, she finally asked Christopher what his side of the story was. Mm-hmm. Mother, mom raised me by herself. How do you feel about that? Why didn't you like, and I wanted more. I wanted to, I want to hear what his explanation is. It was a bunch of, it was the same old shit. Like there's nothing surprising about it. No. Let's. Your mother made the decision, and I was okay with it. Yeah. What? She you was a for, She was a force of nature. So, you know, just like you are. Remember how Laura, how great Lorelai is, a, and how great you nature. are. So, so that means that I did the right. I, I, it was exactly what was supposed to happen, and she'd back me up on it. <laughs> like that's all you'll ever know, though. So, how do you know it was exactly what was supposed to happen? Maybe you should have said, you know what? I regret missing out on all that time. Right. Maybe I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I wrote down all the things. Um, uh, don't make me a villain. I was stupid, but I was stupid, but I loved you and your mother. You know, he does say he's stupid. Uh, what did you feel about mom raising me? How did you feel about it? He says, um, that no one was going to get between you two since the beginning. Like when she had you as a baby, I realized no one was going to get between you. So why should I even bother? (laughs) What? Like, like it's a you competition? as a baby. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, okay. I will never get Lorelai's attention now that she had you. Amy Sherman Palladino does not have children. And <laughs> this just shows that she shouldn't because she has no idea what parenting is. Uh, yeah, Lorelai's force of nature, always so sure about everything. I couldn't compete, so I didn't. <laughs> uh, it's, not a, it's not a game. <laughs> it's a person's life. <laughs> Listen, hardcore fans that have listened to me and you on other things are shaking in their boots right now, thinking that I'm not going to mention this. But, oh, my God, if there was ever a gift that this show gave me like a chef's kiss was when Christopher says, you okay, kiddo? And Rory says, I'm five by five. (laughs) And Christopher goes, what? And she goes, I was watching a Buffy marathon something stick. I'm like... She's referencing Faith. I love Faith. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was good that uh, we got like a like a throwback to the era before, you know, it's a throwback to, instead of, every, it seemed like everything in this revival was so up to date. You know, like, like uh, Emily mentioned, uh, Robin, are you there? Yeah. Okay. Like um, Emily mentioned... <laughs> Llewellyn Davis. What was yeah. that movie? Inside like, Llewellyn Davis. Inside Llewellyn Davis. Yep. Like they mentioned like, and, and then this, uh, this, uh, 
the wild thing. Like, this is so dated. And then finally, there's a reference to, hey, you remember classic WB back in the day? (laughs) That was awesome. Uh, I just thought it was so awesome because, number one, Faith, like a character I will die for. Uh, (laughs) and, And also, you know, I mean, we started like, uh, intersecting this podcast game, uh, because of Buffy. And so I thought it was cool that like in our last, (laughs) we don't want to wait. There's another Buffy reference. So awesome. (laughs) Um, so yeah, uh, after that whole discussion, uh, oh, oh yeah. How about this? Rory tells Christopher not to come to the wedding. What do you think about that? What the hell was that? It's been 10 years. <laughs> yeah. How, well, first off, I don't know. I, I don't even know. I don't know how. Why would he want to? I guess. Uh, but like what What if Lorelai invited it? I mean, if she didn't invite him, then don't come. But if she invites him, then. Yeah. 10 years later, you would still have. We're all grown up bitter, people. Yeah. Wait, does Rory worry that. Christopher's going to steal her mom away again or just ruin the Luke, wedding. Luke and Christopher are going to get into a fist fight out in the middle of the yeah. square. So, of course, now that we've seen this entire episode, we can now also look at the scene thinking about other things. The fact that uh, Rory's never going to have Logan mm-hmm. and how that works, having not the father in the picture and what the father that isn't in the picture and decided not to be in the picture. What, what was his feelings on that? And, uh, Mm. I, God, I, you know, and it's like, Logan has always been a reflection of Christopher, but I've always thought Logan was a better person. Mm. Nope. (laughs) I mean, I mean, well, you know, unless there's another revival, we'll never know. Well, I mean, don't you know if, all of that carrying on between Rory and Logan in, you know, in this year, a year in the life, right. he didn't have the interest to break it off with Odette. And like, he doesn't want to be with Rory, obviously. Right. He's, he's not with her. He, you do what you want to do. People do what you want, what they want to do. Also, how could Rory ever trust him? <laughs> oh, cause if they cheat. If they cheat with you, they'll cheat on you. Right. And, you know, same goes for Logan, I suppose. You know, she was dating people. Uh, She's still with Paul. Yeah. She hooked up with a Wookiee. Uh, (laughs) uh, Oh, another strange thing that happens in this scene. We don't hear anything about Gilmore Girls. You know, Christopher's daughter, Gilmore Girls. Uh, He is dating somebody. Like he mentions... They mention a person's name Mm. and he says that he is in the family business. He finally broke down and he settled and got this office. Yeah. The cave because he caved. Mm. All right. So I, I do love the whole, you know, and this poor actor, you know, (laughs) he was, he was kind of given a crap role (laughs) and, you know, it's probably the biggest thing he's going to be known for. I'm assuming. And, you know, to have such like a shallow explanation of of why he left and why he never tried, he should have just like the actor should have said like because I was written this way, <laughs> like I just never did. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
Um, cause he doesn't, I don't know. Does he have any explanation? There isn't any explanation. It's just this, the framework of the show. The father's been gone all this time and Lori, Lies had Rory on her own. And, uh, and he came and went as the, the plot served. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, he, and I just felt so kind of sad for the actor, at least that we get this, like, I don't know. He seems so small in that room. You know, it's like mm-hmm. he's trapped forever. And it's like the end of a Twilight Zone episode, you know, as Rory's walking out back to her life and her happy life. And Christopher's, you know, you reap what you sow, you know. All right. So we go on to uh, Lorelai pulling up. to. Oh, her- stop. Mm, Stephen yeah. Miller is positive for coronavirus. <sighs> well, you know. <laughs> You get what you deserve, <laughs> which I do not. I do not subscribe to that idea. I don't believe in that. I know, I know, but and I gosh. do not. And I do not want to relish in other people's misery. And I don't wish anyone not well. Well, I I don't wish death. I can tell you that. I do mm-hmm. hope a little misery, a little uncomfortableness. <laughs> I do hope that some people that have caused such misery, and Stephen Miller is. Definitely one of those people. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, it gets it earns a bit of misery themselves. So, anyway, back to the Gilmore girls. <laughs> um, so Feel free to take that out if you want to. I never edit. Okay. Maddie doesn't care. Um, <laughs> Lorelai pulls it's all up. All for Maddie. <laughs> yeah, she's the only one listening, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Lorelai, uh, pulls up to Emily's house and, well, it's for sale. It's on, it's on the market at Sotheby's <laughs> and, uh, and Emily freaks when she walks in cause she immediately assumes the wedding's off and starts saying all these things like, well, I didn't invest anybody in it. There's no deposit, yada, yada, yada. Um, but Lorelai really wants to know why Emily's selling the house. And she says the house isn't home anymore. And she points to all these really minute changes that she made. (laughs) And, uh, like there's no tongs in the ice tray and stuff like that. Where are you going to live? Oh, she's going to move to Nantucket. She bought the summer house that she and Richard used to vacation at. Oh, you know, the memorable summer house that (laughs) I don't know. There's so many different things here in this revival that all of a sudden are a thing because they need to be a thing. Like the home for the elderly is now suddenly like they could have just like put other things in its place that actually were in the show would make more sense. I don't know. Or just even saying like Emily's moving to the vineyard because her and Richard always talked about the vineyard, but Nantucket mm-hmm. out of nowhere. I don't know. Uh, and it's, the, but this is nice. The, she says it's the first thing she bought as Emily Gilmore and not Mrs. Richard Gilmore. Right. So that I thought it was great. And she says it's called, she's calling, calls it the sand castle because it was called the clam shack and vagina house was taken. <laughs> <laughs> the new Emily Gilmore. I know, right? I, you know, in this episode alone, I think I see why John Oliver is so outraged. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but she never says the F word. She's I, yeah, I know. I was like, didn't he uh, say she said the F word? Maybe he was bullshit just like, a lot. Yeah, maybe he's just exaggerating. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, like he's got. I I I always love those fake outrage uh, rants he gets on because it really is, it's a bunch of nonsense, really. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, Emily offers to get uh, her checkbook because Lorelai says she's going to expand and she found the perfect house. So Yes, because if she because that's what Michelle is needing. He needs more of a challenge, more of a job to do. And right. so if she has another, which is really weird, another inn in another part of town, like this just right down the street, then like Michelle could, he could run it himself. So does she say this at all? Did I miss that? No, it's because just it what makes I'm sense. assuming. Yeah. Like, it's we what didn't I'm assuming. actually get the Michelle, this is what's for- happening. And then a nice resolution to the Michelle thing. Because the next thing we see is Michelle. We see Michelle with the Sookie scene and then Michelle like quiet at the wedding. But there's no like – like they built up this plot where Michelle's moving away and it's not exactly clear. It's clear if you think about it I guess and make assumptions. But it's not perfectly clear that she's doing it in order to – Keep friend, Michelle from going to Washington. Yeah. Or just expand the dragonfly. I was mm-hmm. – and, and even – she she called it an annex. Mm-hmm. So, so I was thinking it would have been cooler if she just said she's moving the dragonfly to Star Solo. Like the dragonfly I mean, I, would be there on the town square. I mean, I'm thinking it's just another location. Because yeah. why would you want to go to the dragonfly and check in and then say, oh, well, actually, you're in a room down the street on an, in another <laughs> part of town. Yeah. Oh, I've got to get in my car, put my stuff up and, and drive to another part of town. What? I guess maybe that's the area that you'd have you'd have the spa. You know, if you want the horses, you stay up in that area. If you want the spa, mm-hmm. you go down in the town. Mm. <laughs> and the shopping, of course. There's that cat store that we keep saying. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, uh, Emily uh, offers to get her checkbook, but Lorelai says she wants to use the franchise money. And this is another off-screen conversation we hear about. Uh, this is kind of just kind of. I don't know, wedged in. I don't know. Yeah, and this is so weird. It's because because Richard left that money for Luke. Yeah. Uh, why is Lorelai taking it and using it? Like, I feel like she's uh, being very presumptuous, and well, I don't, I don't like it. Unfortunately, we just get that feeling that she's being presumptuous because we don't hear their conversation about it. You know, uh, maybe that's a deleted scene. Well, where- yeah. I mean, that just uh, Luke just acted like he felt so uncomfortable with all of it that he was just not going to take the money. So now Lorelai is going to take it because he does not want it. Right. But I think it makes it feel better if uh, he's taking the money. She's taking the money with his blessing. Or maybe he comes up with it. Like they're having a conversation. You know, we could have cut out, I don't know, half of the Across the Universe homage and maybe that funny conversation with the nuns and had a conversation between Luke and Lorelai about, uh, you know, is Luke going to franchise? No, he doesn't want to. Luke comes up with this idea. Well, you know, you want to expand. Then she realizes, oh, this would be great for Michelle. And then she talks to Michelle about it. And we have this tearful last talk with him, you know, I don't know. Um, but I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Just on my wish list. Uh, so, oh, and, and, and she says, this is going to honor dad as well. And so <laughs> Emily comes up with a brand new deal. Lorelai and Luke are going to visit Nantucket two weeks in the summer and one week at Christmas. <laughs> and I, because, I, uh, extortion always works with Emily. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It's the perfect, it's the perfect, uh, uh, 
bookend to the show. Yeah, it is. But it's just now that Emily, uh, skipping ahead, is going to, she has her own, uh, you know, she has her own career and her own career uh, things in life <laughs> that's making her happy. She right. shouldn't feel the need to control Lorelai. I don't know. I, I almost think it was more like a, more like a joke, uh, than yeah. anything. I don't think she yeah. really meant it. And, you know, I think she would have given her the money regardless, but I think it, yeah, because it, she it said, kind of a funny she callback. said either you agree to this or you try to come up with a, uh, solution to your frog problem or, or whatever, because Lorelai had said that, you know, I can't expand this way because of the wetlands. I can't expand that way because of, frogs or yeah some weird amphibian yeah Yeah. so yeah she is kidding but still i mean i think think again it was it's just it's not even i don't even think that is a knock on emily i think it's just a a fun way to bookend the original Mm -hmm. deal of the show now we're Mm -hmm. at the deal at the end so lorelei will always still be in emily's life yeah blackmail blackmail (laughs) emily gilmore doesn't know any other way and then after Emily goes off to find a bottle of wine, Lorelai sees a smaller frame and opens it. And it's, it's this miniaturized picture of, of Richard. It's a smaller mm-hmm. picture. It's a better picture. The, the like 61 bottle of Dom Perignon. Yeah. So we go to Dosie's and Rory runs into Sam Winchester. <gasps> what? Are Dean and Sam coming through town? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got the long hair. He's just looking very Sam. Yeah. <laughs> it, it oh, just yes. Because we're used to seeing him like that. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't look as young as he did in Gilmore Girls. And then he mentions that his wife is Jen and they have, you know, all these kids. She's pregnant again. And yes, uh, Gen- Genevieve is his wife and she was pregnant at the time. And they named their daughter Odette. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, Lindsay, huh? Uh, Lindsay doesn't work out. Uh, that did not work out. No. Uh, and uh, also, he's uh, living in Scranton. <laughs> of all Scranton. Places. Yeah, Scranton. Shout out to the office. <laughs> uh, and we find out about the sister, Clara, uh, living in Berlin with some guy named Wolfgang, uh, who climbs things. And he calls her Ra. <laughs> and then Roy's like, well, it's just her first love. And. Then we had, they kind of look at each other awkwardly. Like, yeah, you know, like us. Yeah. That's never going to work out. Uh, oops. And then Rory talks about her book and says, asks if he, she can put him in it. And she's going to change his name, but she says all these sweet complimentary things about him. And then, and that she made him feel safe. Or she, he made her feel safe rather. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as a man likes to hear, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but he also had a Lord of the Rings obsession, and he did a Smeagol voice and stuff, which is a nice little callback to early Rory and Dean. Remember that Dean, the book there, bookworm? Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of the Lord of the Rings going on yeah, in, yeah. in early Gilmore Girls yes. seasons. And then uh, you know, he says, good luck with the book, and he's leaving, and she holds up a box of cornstarch. And, uh, and Dean says, pay for it this time. And gosh, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, why can't they just be together? Come on. That would have been a nice circle. <laughs> yeah, that was a good, that was, you know, when Rory was young and she was so, uh, 
you know, just young and naive. And she was so, that was a great little romance. Mm -hmm. Until Jess came Until along it got and ruined awful. it. And then, <laughs> Jess didn't ruin it. Just the character was something they were more interested in, I suppose. And uh -huh. uh, I don't know. Maybe they were expecting Jared to go off and be on Supernatural or something. I don't know what what, what happened there. But uh, suddenly he became super unlikable and a cheating jerk. And uh, and we just – yeah. Um, but yeah, when, when – Definitely just saw a little bit of magic between them. And it was, I was, I was very happy to that, mm -hmm. that little scene. You know, I heard that Dean was coming back and boy, our last taste of him was just like him, like yelling at Luke though, better make sure he, she doesn't cheat on you or something like that. <laughs> like putting worry into Luke's mind. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So we go to the dragonfly and Lorelai enters a kitchen full of cakes because Sookie's back and uh, still living upstate for some reason. Jackson, we hear Jackson's reading too much Little House and setting bear traps around and I don't know, whatever. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, it was entertaining, whatever it was. Whatever it was. It's just happy. To see, I'm happy to see Sookie. Mm -hmm. She shows off different cakes and uh, I I got to say I'm the one. I, I like the one covered in flowers. I, that was my favorite one. Um, the daisies? Yeah, the daisies. I, I like flowers. I like the one that looked like a wedding dress where mm -hmm. she was put the little pink balls on it. Mm, little pink balls, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know what they were. They yeah. were little pink ground things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Candies, maybe? Uh, and then she shows off the milestone cake, and it's just like all these different – again, it was just like all these different milestones that we never yes. really heard of. I don't know. Well, yeah, I was one thinking, maybe that was – I was thinking it was going to be a Star's Hollow cake. Like, oh, you remember when the town did this or the town did that? Yeah. Uh, but it was something about when she cut her finger off. Cut her and finger Laura off. This... Snatched it up, put it in her purse, and Lorelai says, oh, you know that was a new purse. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden uh, Michelle enters and calls Sookie a bitch <laughs> You bitch yeah. They saved up all the cuss words for the last episode Wow Yeah And yeah she's been there making all those cakes But Michelle's finally decided to come in and call her a bitch <laughs> And it's all because uh, When she left she took her fat free gr granola that he loved And uh, she brought back a vat for him So uh, And then she and so Michelle goes off to hunt for that and Sookie then apologizes to Lorelai that the actress who plays her is way too big to be a part of this. And I don't know, she eats dirt or something. I have no idea. Um, and they have what? this. Hmm? Who? Huh? She, Sookie. She says something about having, to, she eats dirt now or something. I don't know. She tests. Oh. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I was just happy to see her. I didn't care about half the things she was talking about because I was like, that's not Sookie. That doesn't sound like anything I've heard of Sookie. It would have been nice if they had some sort of discussion about, you know, a classic, I don't know, like a call back to an earlier thing that they, an earlier storyline or just talking about Lorelai and Luke and her and Jackson together. I don't know. There's this whole thing about the bear traps and know, this whole like stupid farm upstate, upstate farm plot that made no sense to me. I don't know why she moved away. And, and again, it's just like, the actress is too big. She can't be in the show. Unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't work out. So, but the story they made up that she's not there for just didn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, 
Uh, Lorelai is left in the kitchen as she hears Sookie and Michelle arguing in the pantry. And Lorelai lets off a little smile. And I think that's all we hear of Sookie and Michelle. And I think that's it for like the dragonfly. It was like our last dragonfly scene. Um, we go to Nantucket really quick. Um, Emily is taking care of uh, a sick Berta. And then she puts on some sneakers, which I guess was a reference to Dirty Dancing. Yes. Uh, Keds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then she goes to her job as the whale museum guide mm-hmm. and tells these graphic stories about whaling. Yes. She does what the docent was doing earlier, but a lot more entertaining. Like she's finally using her. Did, did we find out that she had a, a, a degree in history in this, in these episodes? In I the have no idea. Year in the life? Yeah. That's what she went to school for was for history. And she just was unfulfilled doing, you know, the DAR stuff. And this is more, uh, she's just moved on to a different phase of her life and she's more fulfilled. And, uh, if you don't cry watching Emily Gilmore be a docent at a whaling museum, then you are not a Gilmore Girls fan. I'm not a Gilmore Girls fan. (laughs) This Uh, did not, you didn't think this was wonderful? I thought, well, number one, I don't know. I never... If, if they mentioned that she had a history degree, they didn't really hammer that down at all that um, or make it, you know, come back to it at all. Or what was it even set up during the series? I don't remember. Um, so it made absolutely no sense to me why she was working at this whaling museum. I was just like, OK, <laughs> OK, uh, it, it, well, it made no the, sense. She, well, when she would talk about the D.A.R., uh, in the DAR scenes, she would say, that, and then we bought a chair that may or may not have belonged to Benjamin Franklin or, okay. you know. But I didn't realize it's, that It's was almost because- like the the DAR, it's, it's like she thought in the DAR she was doing, she was involved in history, but really she wasn't. It was just an excuse for a bunch of old board uh, housewives to get together and spend a lot of money. And well, that's what here I thought it really was, and that she and was actually, actually in it for. Yeah, and here she's actually participating and uh, passing on, uh, you know, getting other people interested in history. Yeah. Zero impact on me. I was like... Oh, I thought it that, was wonderful. That made no sense to me at all, and I don't remember her saying that she had a history degree. Here's what I see, Emily. Yes, um... I want to see her out of such a thing as the DAR and these high society BS uh, uh, things that she she is thrown. But whittle that down to like um, something that would be more – Impact the show. Impact like, the show, be more interesting for her uh, as a character. I was thinking um, that uh, what, if, what if her – uh, life afterwards, her career afterwards was to become a wedding planner. Like she gets to set up these parties um, and, you know, they could work that in as uh, something functional within the show as in her getting excited for Lorelai's wedding and, and uh, setting it up and making plans. Yeah, like she's such a good planner and, and catering. Yeah. And all that but stuff. I just, I think that um, because her life with Richard revolved around these societal uh, responsibilities that she had to move on and do something completely different, which didn't involve uh, 
you know, what people thought about her and ha- and what people thought about her daughter and what her daughter should should do in society. Again, would have loved to have heard like her like having some sort of love of history. Uh, you know, even when she's talking about like Benjamin Franklin's uncles, aunts, cousins, nieces, supposed cousins chair or something like that. I don't see that as her like being big into Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> I just see it as in we're grabbing onto this thing because it could possibly uh, give us more status in this club. Uh, it it didn't make any sense to me, and I I did not like it. Did not like that ending for for. Oh Emily. my god, I loved it. I, I love Emily sitting in her outdoor chair in Nantucket and drinking wine, drinking yes. a glass of wine. Love, mm-hmm. love, love that. Wailing tour guide makes no sense to me. <laughs> None. <laughs> so I'm glad it worked for you, though. <laughs> Have right. you ever been a, a, to a, a museum and took a tour with a docent? Yeah. Yeah. A few oh, times. Yeah. I'm sure. Wonderful. Wonderful experiences. I've never yeah. had a bad experience. <laughs> Go to the, you know, the MoMA, the Met, the National gallery uh the portrait museum the aerospace museum in dc oh my god just (laughs) such great guides cool but now i did hear by uh while i was eavesdropping at the met that the british museum they don't give their docents free reign to do whatever they want to do they give them a script and wow. things that they have to stick to so when You're i go the to first london person i've heard the word docent from i've always <laughs> called them tour guides they're docents in mm-hmm. museums right. and they're awesome people <laughs> they obviously read a lot <laughs> i thought those were people that worked at doses <laughs> they're the docents Going to now, now moving on to uh, Lorelai's house, and Luke is showing Jess his suit, and Jess is teasing, and we get this. I just love getting extra Jess and Luke, you know. Um, Kirk shows, and 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 also I'm like, I'm glad that um, Scott Patterson has a little bit more to do than just to sit around waiting for um, Lorelai, you know. Like, yes, I'm one of the stars of the show, so you know, I may not be a Gilmore girl per se, yeah, but I am a character. The first two episodes, he was just like, duh, yeah. uh, duh, uh, what am I doing? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just walking around. I'm duh. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kirk shows up and he has a whole thing where he's going to, he needs to throw up because he messed everything up. He ruined the wedding. We don't know how and, you know, whatever. It's something to do with decorating. Um, and, but, you know, it doesn't make any sense because when we finally get to the, get to the scene, it looks beautiful. What is mm-hmm. Kirk talking about? I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, well, he has to go upstairs to the bathroom to throw up, and then Lorelai comes in and she's like, "Duh!" But because of course the downstairs, the downstairs <laughs> uh, bathroom floor is hard on his knees. Yeah, because he he does this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Luke freaks because it's bad luck to see the bride or whatever, and I just yeah. love that Lorelai's like, "We're doing that." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing. Uh, so the girls go to the kitchen pretending to leave, and. Uh, Lorelai, it looked like from her drying up rack, grabs the, uh, Rory's uh, book, the three chapters, and says, I'm not going to read it. I'll read it when I'm, when it's done. If I don't like it, I'll sue your ass. <laughs> yeah, and then Rory says, that's good uh, press. Good. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> she said, sue me either way. Yeah. yeah. And then like, Is that the way people think? <laughs> I think... Uh, 
Rory is familiar with the literary world and uh, and knows that that's happened before, and that does give give some press. And then Lorelai stops and she says, "Drop the the, just Gilmore Girls. It's cleaner." And Rory quoting like, a scene from the Social Network, social network. <laughs> otherwise known as Social Network. Um, and then Rory stops and goes, "Gilmore Girls." <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's so meta. It's so meta. I don't know. Uh, it, it The f- funny thing is, I, I think we were, what were we talking to with Jonathan and Meredith about this before and how this is kind of cheesy, you know? I don't know. I kind of ate it up because it didn't actually turn out to be a huge thing, really. I mean, it it's kind of a, it, it, it didn't turn out to be like the all encompassing thing. This is just kind of a thing that gets wrapped up and, uh, we it gets that, Rory out of her funk. Yeah. Gives her a purpose. Right. Because it's so easy to write that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jess decides to take off and stay with his mom after, uh, I think, Kirk arrives or something. I don't know. Yeah, because they got a full house. Yeah. And uh, Luke says, did they have a bed for you? He was like, no, there's just lots of couches. Yeah. <laughs> and then Rory comes out on the front porch and screeches about the three chapters and uh, and Luke says, what was that? And Jess says, a thing between us. And Luke's like, a thing? And Jess says, a work thing. So that's over? Long over. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let me tell you, Jess goes to leave and Milo Ventimiglia turns just sun pouring onto his lovely face and looking through the window at Rory. And I'm like... Oh God, you're the one who's supposed to be with Rory. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, of course. Oh, you're no, her I want Luke. them to be together. Yes. Uh, yes. Jess is Rory's Luke. Right. And uh, uh, so, you know, I was like, are they? Is this? Nah, they won't. <laughs> no, they won't. They just wanted to give Jess a good send off as well. Mm-hmm. And, and just to possibly put the question mark out there like will that ever work out will he ever come back you know mm-hmm. um so but we, also rory is so great that everybody is in love with her. everybody including me uh <laughs> because she is the best um <laughs> just kidding <laughs> later that night uh luke and lorelei eat pizza and uh and they start talk, teasing each other about having things planned and then talking about surprise flash mobs. Yeah. Why are you telling each other about your surprises? See, I thought they were just kidding with each other. <laughs> and Luke even says, mine has Steely Dan. <laughs> Who dances a Steely Dan? And then she says, you know, that then one of them says, I feel like we should be married already. And then she says, uh, it's bingo night. Reverend Skinner's up late. And so... The magic begins. Lorelai wakes up Rory and they leave Kirk sleeping. And uh, uh, Luke drives his truck into Stars Hollow with the girls riding in the back of the truck standing up because, you know, yes, Luke and Lorelai are getting married, but it's the Gilmore girls. They're together. Yes, it's the middle of the night. Laws don't apply. Well, Miss Patty's girls, they are up late dancing as well. Ah, oh, maybe that's where I got that. That's what I was thinking, yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's it, because I was like, it's way too late for people to be dancing at Miss Patty's studio. And according to trivia, this is the same song that Luke and Lorelai danced to at Liz and TJ's wedding. Yes. And they go to 
well, what seems to be outside the the um, town square, and there's mm-hmm. a door with a big key, and I'm like, dear God, if the Life and Death Brigade come back out again, <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah, this looks it's like very, it's uh, Alice in Wonderland, and it's the trivia says there's symbolism in the series when Rory was going to write the book for Naomi. A whale and rabbit was mentioned. In the final episode, we see Emily working at the Whale Museum in Nantucket when Luke sets up the wedding surprise for Lorelai. It has Alice in Wonderland theme and is as if Lorelai is the rabbit falling down the rabbit hole. Alice falling down the rabbit hole? Uh, it says rabbit. It's oh, really? This, it well, says... That was a mistype. It is as if Lorelai is the rabbit that has fallen down the rabbit hole. Why would a rabbit fall down the I rabbit hole? I don't know. It just goes down the rabbit hole. He's like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that is completely symbolic, and it also has me rolling my eyes. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, that whole thing with Naomi and her book—that was so worth setting up the symbolism of. <laughs> Like who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I'm I'm especially angry because they had Jason Manzukis as a straight character, a straight laced lawyer, and with no jokes. And I'm like, you have <laughs> Jason Manzukis. What are you doing? Um, all right, so uh, they go through all these different curtains, and the whole area is set up beautifully. And Kirk gets a thankful text. And we see a sign that says Lorelai and Luke. And it says November 5th, 2016. <laughs> Three days before the bad day. <laughs> oh, remember November 5th, 2016. We thought <laughs> everything was going to be okay. People couldn't possibly be this dumb. And Luke and Lorelai are getting married. <laughs> and uh, oh, oh, that night that I didn't sleep a wink. <laughs> that night that I knew... That it was going to be bad. Mm. Well, and that was November. You know what? That was uh-huh. November eighth. This is November fifth. Yeah. I have no idea why they said it on this date, but like the fifth of all days, rather than like the seventh, like the day before, or I don't know. Maybe that was a Saturday. Uh, yeah, I guess eighth is a Tuesday, seventh is a Monday, mm-hmm. six is a Sunday. Yeah, this is a Saturday. But it it was supposed to be on Sunday, remember? Because Luke. Oh, that's right. I have no idea. Somebody look up a calendar and, and write us a strongly worded email. <laughs> oh, and on the curtains, there's all sorts of Amy Sherman Palladino hats just hanging there. Oh, Lorelai yeah. even tries on one. Oh, my gosh. Look, he, she looks just like her creator. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this was all beautiful and everything. But then we had to, like, I mean, I still thought it was beautiful. But it was still, it it reeked of completely unrealistic things. Again, the town is completely empty, and for some reason... Oh, shit! I'm trying to describe Luke and Lorelai's wedding, and you're having uh, the problems over there. Sorry, my neighbor's truck backfired. It scared me to death. <laughs> thought I was being shot. <laughs> All right, let me try this again. I thought this was very uh, unrealistic, but it was still beautiful. The fact Yeah, that, very dreamlike and yeah. not real feeling. And it's like, yeah, they're... They're saying that they had all these things planned for each other. Then on a whim, they decide to uh, wake the reverend up and get married. But then it turns out it was all a part of the plan because all these things were set up. Like the ballerinas dancing around Lorelai on the homemade ice rink that seems to be in the middle of the street. (laughs) 
did they block off any sort of town traffic to go around all this that was set up? Um, then Lorelai dances with Luke and then Lorelai dances with Rory. And it's at this point where I was like, this is so dreamlike. Did Lorelai die on the trail? <gasps> oh my God. She died. <laughs> she wandered off on the trail and we're going to see that she hurt Peter Krause finding her dead body on the trail and being like, no, why? She was so beautiful and I could have loved her in real life. Cause okay. seriously, it's just like, Oh, this is so like everything's so perfect. Um, and also I love the fact that this is also, this is kind of smart in a way because, okay. because of course they have to do some sort of elopement. Uh, uh, cause then they would have to get all the actors exactly. together in stars hollow. No way that's going to happen. No, mm -hmm. this this cast is scattered. No Babette, no Miss Patty, no Taylor. Mm -hmm. We right. do get we do get Lane, but Lane's she has there. No, no lines. Michelle shows up, no lines. Uh, yeah, no Liz, no TJ. They called Michelle and Lane, but Luke's sister, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Emily. Nobody else gets called. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, Oh, we also cut to Emily um, kissing her hand and touching the painting, and then tucking Berta's family in and going, grabbing a lantern and going out into the into the yard and stargazing with a glass of wine. And, and we see Emily's in a good place, you know, um, which I could have done without the Whaling Museum. I could have just had that. She's going to take care of this family, you know. Whatever that doesn't that sort of makes sense, you know. Uh, but I love that her just having this independence and being happy, um, uh, you know, finally, you know, being at peace with Richard passing away. Um, I, I think I love that ending for her. Um, so, uh, oh yeah. So my next note is Lane is Luke's best man or Luke's hairpiece is Luke's best man. I'm not sure. <laughs> one of the two. Uh, and either Michelle or I think... Rory might be the maid of honor <laughs> mm -hmm. and they all walk off the gazebo after, um, they're married and leaves fall on Lorelai. And it's a, it's at this point, Steph, I don't know if you see this coming, but I am angry. <laughs> wow. Where the hell Steph is the hoopah? Oh. Where is the hoopah Steph? I was promised the hoopah do it over. Do the whole thing over, Amy. Uh, that thing was well, set up. Well, at least they got married in the gazebo. Fine. They could have gotten married <laughs> under the chuppah in front of the gazebo. That would have been fine. Or in the under the chuppah in the gazebo. That's he to remind our listeners. Luke Danes made that gazebo for her. Like yes, he made chuppah. it. So the chuppah. Chuppah. It's it's. It's spelled chuppa, but I, I think you're supposed to say chuppa. <laughs> he made the chuppa <laughs> for her and Max to get married under. But you know, it was because he loved Lorelai. And we get that final image in one of those first season episodes of Luke and Lorelai standing under that chuppa. And mm -hmm. that's... You felt like you were promised more chuppa. That was endgame right there. I was, mm -hmm. It was at that point I was thinking when we first started reviewing the show, I was like, yeah, these guys are meant to be. 
And that little moment where they're standing under that chuppah together, <laughs> somebody stop me from saying chuppah, uh, <laughs> is, was supposed to be uh, echoed when it finally happened. And it, and it wasn't. And how, how angry that makes me feel. I mean, it's, I, I'm even more angry about that than the fact that Kiefer Sutherland is nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck is Kiefer Sutherland? <laughs> I would have I know, loved it. I know, it was so weird. Like, the, that felt like it needed some payoff. Either to look in trivia and find out that Scott Patterson and Kiefer Sutherland actually are friends. That would have been so cool. Yeah. But, yeah. like, there's no, it's like, it could have been any actor. No idea. I would have loved it if they're walking off the gazebo and Kiefer Sutherland comes running onto the, I'm here, I'm here, I'm, am I late? Yeah, sorry, I'm late. I'm late. And then he just kind of runs into a tree and knocks it over, you know. Um, anybody that doesn't know what I'm referring to, please Google Kiefer Sutherland Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day. We now end a year in life as we began. It is on the gazebo again, Rory and Lorelai sitting on the steps, babbling back and forth to each other. Um, not as fast as when we first started. Uh, we find out that there actually was a Steely Dan flash mob plant, but Lorelai had it changed to Karma Chameleon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lorelai talks about how it feels right to be married to Luke. Why? Because it's the end of the series. You see? You <laughs> and see, it just fits. It just and we fits. Need, I, we're going to be a married woman, and we need to marry you off. because right. So we can be married women together. Right. And that's when Rory gets her breakup text from Paul. <laughs> Good for and Paul. And she was just like, she was like, I was so terrible to him. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Yes, I mean, terrible were. to him doesn't even begin to describe it. You lowlife cheater. How freaking horrible was it that Lorelai's like, you weren't bad, Rory. It just didn't fit. See, it fit with me and Luke. It doesn't fit with you and Paul. (laughs) They're completely the same thing. (laughs) What are you you talking about? Okay, but backtracking before we get into the Rory part of it. I I love that it's just like, so yeah, what, what held you back, Lorelai, all this time? What? What made you freak out? What made you give him the yeah. ultimatum why and run you, away? What, what, why what? are you fitting now? Why and you now? Fit over the past twenty years. Well, I went to California and I stood on a bluff or something, and I looked out and I saw and I, I mean, I saw I met Peter Krause. Uh, yeah, that was part of it. And then and I remembered uh, that my dad took me to the movies one time when I was broken hearted. Right, 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 right. Um, <laughs> it. I'm I'm so happy that Luke and Laura lie together, but I hate the fact that shows keep people away from each other for the most contrived reasons, and then finally get to get them together and don't really pay off and and explain all the contrivances. It's almost just like the they just you're just throw supposed their hands to up, you know yeah you're just supposed to forget about it because just do because. we watch television too hard? Are I we? Think so. I think we are just too passionate of television watchers. <laughs> we just demand too much from TV writers. Uh-huh. We want perfection. We want to be moved. We want it all to make sense. And we want it to be brilliant. <laughs> and I and I want it planned from the beginning. 
Yes. <laughs> I want it all outlined. I want it all to fit. It all has to fit. Don't try like going, well, yeah, you know, there's 22 episodes. We have to, we have to put in some fillers. No, no filler. It's all going to be killer. Don't, don't give it to, yeah, I, yeah exactly. Perfection. I'm glad Luke and Lorelai together. I'm, I'm mad about the Hoppa, but yeah, I am. I'm very much like, oh, so they're together because they're together. Okay. Uh, I just wanted something more poetic. I don't know. And it, and, and it also kind of felt like it didn't feel very much like Luke saying something that he would have said like 10 years ago. Like you are, you're, I, I don't want anything else but you. And I'll just, I'm just happy just being with you. Like, did it take 10 years for that? Some sort of like, he's just basically telling her something he's probably said to her before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. So then we get to the uh, final four words. Lorela, uh, Rory, sorry. Uh, Rory looks out and when she gets that far away look in her eyes and Exactly. It reminds me of her looking out the window of the king's head in, and and then goes, she, and she says, "I just want to remember this all." Like she's dying, like yes. she's going away, and she will never be able to return to Stars Hollow. Like, what is up with that? That well, was weird. I was thinking. Now this is a little bit of indulgence ending a series uh, talk, you know, because it's like okay. yes, as a fan of any fan of the show, we'd probably watch this last scene and be like. Here they are. Luke, Luke and Lorelai are married. Uh, Rory's happy with a career. And look at these two together. And everything's okay with Emily. And gosh, just, I want to remember, just take a picture of this, this one little memory here. And, and so, yeah, I felt like it was kind of, it was trying to be like this meta self-indulgent-ish kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, we're, it's, the, it's the end of the show. We We can finally just say, you know, I don't know, just be kind of, Again, poetic about it. And then, and then Rory says, mom. And Lorelai says, yeah. And Rory says, I'm pregnant. And, <laughs> yes. And Lorelai looks shocked. And it's like, you're 32 years old. Yeah. And I know this was supposed to have happened 10 years ago when you're uh-huh. 22 years old. Exactly. And it's supposed, it would have had a different impact. Mm-hmm. It would you're have. thirty-two. You're you're thirty-two years old. It's good. It's a good time to have kids. Okay. Yeah, good, good, good for you. It's kind of, kind of old to have kids from some people's perspective. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, I uh, yeah, it, you're right. Exactly. This show is trying to end with this, the circle of life. <laughs> yeah, but. It doesn't make any sense because she's 32. She's not like tw- 22 or, or 18, 16. 16. Or, yeah. No, exactly. So what? who cares? And then it's like, oh, great. So she's pregnant by uh, a rich guy that left her. Oh, it, it's all happened before and it all happened again. I don't know. I, was, I mean, I would love to hear the reactions of – so so – this is the final four words, right? This is what? The, mm-hmm. This is the final four words that Amy Sherman Palladino had I wanted. I feel like, at, yes, since the beginning. that she had always wanted. She always had this plan. I feel like young people, uh, millennials or Gen Zers, like when I told Morgan, my daughter, when I told her those final four words, she was like, what the F? 
shut the f up <laughs> like it's it makes them angry that like you've saddled her with an unwanted pregnancy that's your whole plan well, an unwanted pregnancy well that's what we do on this show <laughs> over and over and over again yeah why not it finally caught up with rory well good for you rory <laughs> Rory's finally gotten saddled with a pregnancy. Oh, well. But. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, an, unwa- an unwanted pregnancy is a tragic thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not a great thing. <laughs> uh, especially, like, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's. I, I, don't, I just. Uh, I don't know. Like. Or is maybe it, was she now she has a or? now she's wrote her book or she's writing her book and she's got her life figured out and now it's a good time to have a baby. Well, she what? Sure. Or, or maybe it's Lorelai had an unwanted pregnancy. She took her life and made a great life out of it. And Rory's going to do the same thing. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm so kind of done talking about like that, that <laughs> last four words was just such bullshit. It was just like, why would they do that? That's like, it doesn't make me go like, Oh my God, I got to see the next thing. And yeah. it also doesn't make me go, of course. Right. <laughs> it makes me it go leaves, like, Let's... yeah, it's, it's to me, it's sad. Yeah. It's a, it's a terrible ending. Yeah. And I, th- I feel like, the, um, I mean, maybe the generation that was watching for Emily Gilmore and maybe. This is the color you picked? Yeah. You don't like it? It's white, baby. It's light gray. Oh, our final, yeah, our final guest on the show. <laughs> I knew he would hate it. <laughs> it was going so well. It was all working out, I thought. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, so that's the end of Gilmore Girls. I don't, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I, I, I love the fact that we finally got the theme song at the end of the whole thing though. I kind of let it play and I was just like breathing, trying to bring my blood pressure back down being like, you know what? But not all of it was bad. It was was like, I'm just talking about the final part, the final fall season. Mm -hmm. It wasn't all bad. Um, I, I think it was probably my favorite one out of all four. Mm -hmm. uh, so Gilmore Girls is over (laughs) thank you for thank you for uh, introducing me to the show it's definitely one of those uh, uh, pop culture voids that uh, I've I have wanted to fill it's always been one of those things that was like my my wife loved and I I was just like every once in a while I'll walk into a room and I hear them babbling away and be like oh that's kind of (laughs) funny yeah yeah I I mean I think that her strong suit Amy Sherman Palladino is, of course, the fast talking, the, you know, and I think we fell in love with these characters. We love these characters and they're so delightful. But yeah, we, of course, we have pointed out the problems Mm -hmm. and in in this time that we're living in now to look through, you know, to look at it through, through 2020 as the the privilege (laughs) of Rory is so glaring and... (laughs) Uh, Amy, of course, and Amy Sherman Palladino looks at having babies as a curse. So, <laughs> uh, the Hoppa. end. Hoppa. That's all I got to say. Hoppa. Uh, well, um, 
I feel like I got to wrap things up here. I've got some kids waiting for me to read to them now. Yeah, um, we got to go uh, discuss this paint. So this is yeah. not looking good. <laughs> but uh, I want to, uh, well, first, uh, thank you, Steph, for doing this show with me. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to do something more in the future oh, if it's not yeah, here we're not or done. something else. <laughs> we're not done. Okay. Well, folks, stay subscribed. Um, but uh, we are going to go on to a, a bit of a hiatus. It's probably going to be a while, I'm assuming, because I, I have a lot of stuff to sort out myself. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, um, yeah, stay subscribed. And uh, we really appreciate um, all of you uh, who have listened to our podcast. And uh, um, please, like, leave reviews and stuff. Send us nice emails. We love that. I'll, I'll, Steph doesn't check all that sh- stuff, but I, I'll pass it on to her. <laughs> yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We don't want to wait. Email. We don't want to wait at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, if you've only joined us for Gilmore Girls, we've got a lot of other shows we've talked about. In the Go past. back and watch those other shows that we made fun of and, and yeah. picked apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we probably, you know, uh, we were probably much more gentler on uh, Dawson's Creek as <laughs> than we were on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> uh, but okay. Uh, I don't feel like we should close this with a la la. <laughs> Should we? Okay. Nah. Bye bye, uh, Gilmore Girls. <laughs> All right. Uh, until next time, we'll see. Uh, we don't have anything to go out on. I can't think of anything. I think five it's by, you're five by five. I'm five by five. <laughs> it's time for everybody to wait. <laughs> Good one. <laughs>